0: What do you do when the wildlife and the natural beauty that you paid to look at literally vanishes? Because it happened. And it happened to a couple in Apsley who bought their dream home. It's about 45 minutes north of uh, Peterborough. And it's about 100 acres of land. And it's this pristine wetlands, which makes up their, I guess, their, their backyard. Uh, it's a really, like, you got to look at the pictures of this. And you go, wow, would I ever love to live there? And then, okay, there's a problem because thanks to a beaver dam, which was built decades and decades ago, they also got this big pond and all that brought in, you know, different bird species, otters, ducks, fish, and yes, beaver. And the whole thing's gone. Like the the pond is completely drained. There's nothing but mud left because somehow, some way the decades old beaver dam got breached by what? No one knows. Uh, Lorraine Fuller is the Apsley Ontario resident who is now confronted with this. And I uh, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hi there. Um, can I just clarify? You one can clarify thing? anything. I actually, I actually live in Oshawa. This is sort of like, uh, let's call it a vacation property.
0: Doesn't look like a vacation lost. property right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's really just a place that we just used to go to just sort of, you know, stay yeah. away from the city and just, and it's not, um, the property itself is just like no electricity, yeah. no running water, nothing, just like the land
0: and yeah. the well, I'm looking at the picture, and it's gone from trees and water and beauty yeah. to a, a mud pit with stumps sticking out. And uh, it's a pretty yeah. devastating – whatever you use this property for, you bought it, you love it. And, and I think a big draw for it would be basically it's conservation land, and luckily yeah. you got a pond. And it's not like a natural pond to my understanding, but over the decades, thanks to beavers building their dams, yeah. you got this pond. And so what happened?
1: I, I'm not I'm not exactly sure what happened, but um, – there there is a, it, now you have to realize that this is probably like the equivalent of a, like a 20-acre pond ish
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so it's not like just a little pond that you see on the roadside it is like a huge wetland mm-hmm. and um, there is a dam at the end of it that's not it's on the adjacent property and through the forces of nature or whatever like it it the, the dam has been compromised and um, if you were there on site, the dam itself is probably about twenty feet or more in length, probably about four feet in width, and it's about eight feet high.
0: Oh, are busy so beavers! Not, busy, busy beavers!
1: It's not. It's just not just like a little yeah. beaver dam. And the, um, I have a neighbor who's a, who studies turtles and snakes, and when I spoke to him. He said that if it was not a maintained fever dam, over the course of time, it would just be all moss-covered and grass-covered. And when they abandon a pond, that's what happens. But this particular dam is not moss-covered and it's not grass-covered. To me, it looks like they were still maintaining that particular, like I'm going to call it a wall, as opposed to a dam. So that is the main source of what was containing the water in this area. And um it's now gone
0: yeah and and it was it one of those situations like and and from my understanding, like a big chunk, whether it was uh, yeah. mother nature, whether someone came by and, and damaged it, whether the beavers did, I don't know, but something happened to breach that yeah. and was it is it easy is it as easy as like the water just was there one night and then gone? Was it that fast?
1: I, I think so. So uh, in the course of about a ch- two weekends, my I was up there in and around. So, April 8th we were up there but up there there was still snow and ice on the pond mm-hmm. so, but my husband thought that the water level seemed a little low my older son went up there on the 15th and he and his girlfriend, fiancé, didn't, re- didn't notice any difference but the, by that time the, the melt had happened and the water was still appearing to be there and we went up on the 22nd my husband and I to see nothing, like nothing, no water. What you see in those pictures is what we saw on Saturday when we went up to the property. Yeah.
0: It's so heartbreaking. I,
1: it's like, it, it is. Like over, over. like, you know, you, you go there expecting to see something and then it's like gone. It's like a moon surface. There's nothing there. And I I don't know what happened. I'd like to know what happened. Now I'm going to have to try and figure out, you know, how to
0: rejuvenate it by getting help from the conservation authority, from, you know, yeah, it's it's not like you can just put a hose in there and fill her back up. I mean, it's a big, big piece of land, but you know, the the impacts. And I I think locally they probably, I mean, we're talking like salamanders and turtles and fish. And like, there's, this is a time it all comes back to life. And so it's barren. Like all these animals have to go and somehow find a new home. Right, and it's spring, and
1: there was an awful lot of ducks on the pond. And I, I, you know, as soon as you go down there, they hear you and fly away. So I don't, I can't identify them. But you know, my my husband did get captured picture years ago of a wood duck. So there are different ducks on the pond, and there, you know, it's mating season, and it's like nature. It's spring, and everything's coming to life. And then what potentially those wildlife ducks and birds and turtles and snakes and whatever, use that pond and probably have for decades, um, when they come back to it mm-hmm. in their spring migration, it's not going to be there for them to use.
0: So this is not one of those things that you can just kind of fix, right? And, and I don't know how you would fix this other than letting Mother Nature do her thing, but uh, Mother Nature create it once. There's no guarantee it's going to be created twice. And so exactly. what are they saying? What are the conservationists saying? People,
1: well, the conservation authority says that you know, assuming that like Mother Nature will recreate what it created in the first place, um, it will kind of turn into sort of like a beaver meadow, maybe like the grasses. Well, you know, Mother Nature will green up pretty quickly, I suppose, and it'll be like a what a beaver meadow or a dead beaver pond and other. Species will probably inhabit it for a certain period of time, and then if the beavers decide that they like this area, they'll start rebuilding a dam, and it will, you know, start being a pond again. But that could, Mother Nature's slow, and Mm -hmm. it it could take up to, you know, 30 years to redevelop it to the pristine Mm. ecosystem it was that I saw, you know, less
0: than a month ago. Yeah. And, and a special place, obviously, for you and your family, you know, you like to sit out there and so it's a, yeah, do you stick yeah. it out now? Are you going to stick it out and stay? Uh, I, it's a little it's, harder to sell now, but I mean, uh, would you just stay?
1: It's a less than a weekend. So, um, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to try and reach out to those organizations like Vex Unlimited to help me try and figure out a
0: plan to rejuvenate it. Mm-hmm. um,
1: you
0: know, it, it is a special place for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe the, maybe there's a like a student program. I know that there are out there ecological programs. Maybe they can uh, get creative and and uh, and, and help yeah. out because it really is. When you look at the pictures, it's it's so stunning, and then it's like, oh, it, it looks pretty apocalyptic. Yes.
1: Yeah, so hopefully, like, maybe utilizing the services of the, you know, Trent University and any biological organizations or capstone projects or whatever we can, maybe sort of, like, make that happen a little quicker than nature would let it. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm still sort of phoning around and trying to um, seek out those organizations that can help me. And um, hopefully through doing this interview, people will come forward and say, hey, I can help you. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty devastating,
0: and, you know, it's been special to us. Yeah. It's it's not something you expect uh, to wake up to. Well, look, Lorraine, we'll put the call out. If anyone uh, thinks they've got a, a bit of help, uh, let us know, and, and we'll get them in touch. But, Lorraine, uh, stay in touch with us, will you? Yes, I will. Let uh, us know. Thank you so much for sharing my story. Yeah. Myself. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's sad, but hopefully we can uh, get some remedies to to what you okay. uh, didn't Thank expect. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lorraine. Mm-hmm. All right, the, the, the well, we'll keep an eye on that because I have to think that there's some environmentalists out there that could look at this and say, well, what could we do? I mean, they they're you know you look at somewhere in uh, Hamilton Lake, uh, Coots Paradise and Princess Point of what they did there. It took a long time, but they refurbished uh, you know what is an ecologically sensitive area. Uh, You know, um, it took about 20, 30 years. And then, of course, Hamilton dumped a bunch of uh, human feces in it. There was that little problem. But maybe they maybe you can salvage it because it really is very sad. Just don't hire Metrolink because they're not your answer for anything. But, yeah, maybe we can get this thing restored. Very, very sad.